NHL to NFL and more. But more importantly, bringing you the full rundown on MSU Spartan Sports. We cover it all. Get us on the phone at 432-3893. And now, the Spartan Sports Wrap on Impact Exposure. Welcome into the basement. It is Monday night. That can only mean one thing, that the mic is really loud. I hope your hope your car <laughs> stereos are still intact. But we're in we're we're intact. We're packed actually here in the basement. Monday night Spartan Sports Wrap. Let's throw out the number right quick. 517-432-3893. The email address wdbmsports at gmail.com. Ray Mara, what's good? Nothing much. Just preparing for this little snowstorm we got ahead for us. Hey, Minnesota gave Minnesota gave us some trouble in basketball on the court, but off the court, it seems like they're doing great stuff, Ray. What happened today at the University of Minnesota? Oh God, when you bring me on the spot, uh, apparently uh, they revived a rat's heart or something like that. Pretty crazy stuff. Tremendous, tremendous things happening in the world of medicine. Congratulations to the University of Minnesota, <laughs> Jamal. You me off guard in that one. J- Jamal, hey, I threw the I threw the sinker. You were thinking fastball, but Jamal, what's Yo, up, bro? Nothing much, man. Just looking forward to Ohio State and looking forward to forgetting about Iowa. I see you fresh. I see you fresh in the oh, tie. Man, you can't the, call me nothing, Dapper Dan. I'm not gonna talk much. Hey, you gotta dress well. There's only one chance for a first impression. That's what I hear. That's true. Pavel's back. What up? What up, Dan? How you doing? Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, quickly at the top of the show, Michigan State hockey. They beat Notre Dame three to one Friday, which was huge. Their first win over a ranked opponent this year, hmm. and they tied Notre Dame yesterday in South Bend. So uh, Michigan State hockey uh, getting back on track after that GLI. Uh, but that's hockey, uh, and that's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't disrespect hockey. Come on, Dan. Hey, I'm, I'm, I just got to put it out there, though. Michigan State Hockey getting back on track. I'll take that weekend. Despite the tie, they, they, Notre Dame tied the game in like the, the last minute Sunday. And no, we couldn't squander one in in overtime. So Michigan State gets, what, now three points out of that for the weekend? Yeah, they turned up at the right time. Notre Dame was just ahead of them in the CCHA, and you know, we're right neck and neck with Notre Dame now in the CCHA. So it's it's looking good. Now we got a lot of... A lot of ranked opponents that are looking right above us, so got to take care of business. I'm glad that you're on the show now. Someone, <laughs> someone that can spit some knowledge on hockey. But if you have anything on your mind, what a show I have. I'll give out the number, 517-432-3893, alongside Pavel Kaufman, Jamal Spencer, and Ray Mara. I'm Dan Duggar. Uh, quickly, new faces to the impact it's the critic in Jay Young, the general, every Saturday night, 8 to 11, on the cultural vibe right here on Impact 89 FM. Those of you looking for a little more culture, a little more hip-hop, censored, basically commercial-free, all you're going to hear is a couple PSAs through the show. But the critic in, Young, in Jay Young, the general, that's 8 to 11, Saturday night's new hosts, of the cultural vibe, my personal friends. So, shout out to them. They had their first show this past week. I'm sure they're going to be bringing you guys the realest, the best, the the dopest hip hop out there. So, eight to eleven, the critic in Jay Young, the general cultural vibe Saturday nights right here on the Impact. If you want to email in your little shy, our number five one or our email address wdbmsports at gmail dot com. You're listening to the Spartan Sports Wrap on Exposure Radio. First off, uh, Michigan State football recruiting looks to be picking up, according to uh, you know certain message boards, certain sites, you know like SpartanMag.com, part of what Rivals, and uh, you're with uh, you write for Scout.com. It appears that uh, the trait. Oh no, we got a the verbal commit is from Glenn Winston of Detroit Denver. You know anything about Glenn? No, actually, I didn't read that story. I saw it come up, but I didn't have time to read it before I got in. And, and it looks like that that broke today. Uh, so it seems Coach D can't officially speak on recruits, uh, but football recruiting seems to be shaping up pretty well. There's some prize recruits uh, that are out there, and, and you look at the rules that are on coaches. They can't speak about players in particular until they sign that uh, national, national letter of intent. Uh, but, Ray, you got to kick some knowledge about uh, some recruits that may be in town. Yeah, according to a classified website, uh, running back uh, is it Mark Ingram, from Flint and uh, defensive end Nick Perry from uh, 
Detroit will be in attendance for uh, tomorrow's game against Ohio State. Oh, so they'll they'll be at the Brez tomorrow night. Yes. So, in my opinion, uh, since you just kicked that knowledge to me, um, whether it's true or not, uh, I wouldn't doubt it because these guys are in the final, you know, segments of their recruiting process. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Perry, the possibly you've seen him play, right? Yeah. Possibly the best player in the state of Michigan, hands down. Defensively, I mean, he reminds me of Sean Merriman. You can play him at linebacker and defensive end. Crazy. So Nick Perry, Mark Ingram Jr. allegedly will be at the Ohio State game tomorrow with coaches. Uh, so if I'm uh, Michigan State students, I'm showing those guys love. I may I may be making signs. Uh, you know I may be if you know if I'm a true Spartan. It starts with recruiting in the NFL. It's in in pros. It's with the draft. It the foundation of a good team, and it starts with recruiting. And to land either or possibly both of these guys. Uh, Nick Perry, Mark Ingram, uh, little things will stick in their mind, I would assume, uh, when they come to the Breslin tomorrow night, as Ray had commented on that, uh, you got to show love, show that you know who they are. You know, they're young guys. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're Im- I won't say immature in a bad way, but they're not men yet. And they're little things that'll, that'll you know, feed their egos, even though if they may not be, you know, overly confident or what. But little things like that make a player more comfortable, make a player more hungry to go to a specific school. You know, he could, Nick Perry being recruited by USA, he could go to USC and be another face in the crowd. Yep. You know, Nick Perry, who's this? You know, you're not uh, the number one player in the nation, you know, this, that, the other. But apparently Nick Perry and Mark Ingram Jr. scheduled to be at the Michigan State basketball game tomorrow night with uh, the football program and its and their coaches on a, on a recruiting visit. So, Hopefully the Izzo shows some love. Uh, if you're in the Izzo, maybe, you know, I can't tell you what to do. I can't call you to action, but maybe email the directors. Don't they have a flyer they pass out or something before the game? Yep. Yeah, an email. Yeah. Yep. You know, shout out to your directors. You know, let the Izzo know. Apparently uh, Mark Ingram Jr., according to Ray here, and Nick Perry uh, will be at the game tomorrow night with coaching. You may say, oh, just another recruit in the mix. Boy, when you're talking that Nick Perry's being recruited by Michigan, USC and Michigan State; those are, I believe, his final three. Mm-hmm. What a what a big catch this would be! And and as time progresses in in evolution, you could say takes its toll. Athletes are more able to contribute at an earlier age. I'd say mm-hmm. there was a rule in college football, right back in the day. I don't know when that when you're a freshman, you can't play. Yep. So now we're seeing freshmen contribute tremendously on on the football field. So keep that in mind, Nick Perry. And Mark Ingram Jr. apparently, uh, as Ray has some some scoop, that they'll be in town for the Hoops game tomorrow at home, Ohio State, Breslin Center, 7 p.m. Uh, so, you know, look for some big fellas rolling with Coach D and the crew and uh, hopefully show, show them some love. You know, these guys, they'll get a little friendship together, visiting together. You know, if one commits to Michigan State, you know, the other might be swayed that way too. So if one goes somewhere, he'll look at their, what, who, what he's doing and do the same thing. And I think Michigan State... We capitalized a little bit on that, you know, Michigan hiatus with the coaching position. So, you know, we might have gotten up on some recruits in Michigan as well in the state. Contemporarily, I think Michigan State's more of an established program than Michigan is. Right now, you're Uh, right. I mean, historically, yes, Michigan has national championships. We do as well. Uh, But contemporarily, uh, Mark D'Antonio, yes, he's only been here one year and one, but that's one more winning year than Rich Rodriguez has in Michigan. And, boy, it seems like everybody's jumping ship. At Michigan, yep. Manningham, Arrington, Mallet, Mallet may be gone. They, they're oh boy, what a mess it'll be if they don't get Terrell Pryor. I, I still don't think he's the Messiah if they get Terrell Pryor. As talented as he will be, I mean, I still think it's going to be a mess. Yeah, he's yet to take a college step. I mean, you never know what could happen. Exactly. Your comments five one seven four three two thirty eight ninety three is the number. The email address wdbmsports at gmail dot com. So I'm, I'm driving today, coming home from class. Uh, you know, we talk about things that annoy us, get on our nerves, whatever. What was it last week? The, the bars at the airport that are in between seats, so when you're waiting for your flight, you can't lay down. And I'm exhausted, I want to take a nap, but I can't. And therefore, I try to nap sitting up and strain my neck in eight places. Uh, <laughs> but today, uh, I'm driving home. And, and who's in, in front of me? No, no, not a car. Uh, through, driving through this, this little subdivision, whatever, to the apartment. It's a biker. It's snowing. 
like slash snow slash rain. A biker in the road. You, you just got to know when to hang it up. Ex- <laughs> extreme East Lansing mountain bikers. You just need to know when to hang it up. Get a bus pass. When you're sliding all across the sidewalk, you know, and this guy it was all about it. He had the flashing red sensor on the back <laughs> of the bike just in case I didn't see him riding down the middle of the road. Yeah. Uh. What are you entitled to to the street because the sidewalk's covered in ice? Take a hint, hang up the hang up the track or the Schwinn for the for a few months, <laughs> would you? But yeah, that was uh that was my experience today doing seven miles per hour through the uh, the apartment complex, uh, waiting for extreme X Games bikers <laughs> to, uh, to to keep it moving and get out the way. Uh, but that that's that's my little personal story of the day but 517-432-3893 is the number uh yes the nfl if you listen to the show regularly you know i'm not the biggest nfl fan out there i enjoy college football far more than the nfl far superior i would say maybe it's because i'm in college but i love i love college football and the nfl is just kind of there uh but there has been some shakeup, and when there's a na- shakeup in the national scene, you know we'll, you know, market one ten here. We'll get, <laughs> we, you know, we'll go get after it. Uh, the NFL, look at the playoffs. How about Brett Favre playing tremendously? What a story that is. You know, he's too old. Oh boy, if Favre is playing like he's thirty again, Favre playing tremendously. The Packers took care of business, and we look at San Diego beating Indianapolis. No, no repeat champion. The Bolts beat the Colts. Patriots, as predicted, handled business. Uh, but looking uh, at the Bolts-Colts game, uh, are you surprised to see San Diego beat beat the uh, Indianapolis Colts? Who is Billy Volick? Volick? I don't even know Billy Volick. Oh. The guy was with the Titans. He actually had some decent uh, decent starts. No. With the Titans. <laughs> he yeah, tore he it up one year. One he year? Did. The guy's yeah. like 74 Thank you, years old. I remember Billy Volick from the Titans. He, he made his name there. There's a reason he's still in the NFL. <laughs> As a, a career backup. Either way. Yeah, he's when, definitely a career backup. He's not a franchise quarterback. When, when LT went down, I thought it was a done deal. And for them to get that win, I think it's huge. For the Bulls to beat the Colts, defending Super Bowl champions, I think it's huge. All right, remember last week Ray had his uh, cell phone on during the show? It's on vibrate. I was was borderline giving out your number to have people text you to see if uh, it was on again. I was just going to say text this number. Don't worry, it's not on Facebook. But but if if you would like to get in contact with us, Ray's cell phone is on vibrate, so we can't go there. But wdbmsports at gmail.com. Um, also, our phone's wide open all hour, 517-432-3893. I uh, caught up with uh, Drew Neitzel today, Drew Namick. My apologies, didn't get any T.I., Tom Izzo, <laughs> as he's colloquially, how do you say that? Col- Collo- colloquially? Colloquially known. <laughs> Try saying that, yikes. Uh, but back to the NFL. Uh, that's what I got coming up later in the hour. Uh, a former Spartan standout basketball player eyeing the NFL. Who is it? We'll talk later about who it is and his chances of playing in the NFL. His brother plays in the NFL. Hint, hint. Uh, MSU basketball, ugly loss, but yes, there is some silver lining in it all. Uh, We'll talk Iowa game later. And anything else you have on your minds, 517-432-3893. Back to the NFL. Did you watch the Giants-Cowboys game? And what were your thoughts when young Eli Manning led the way in the Giants beat America's team? I was I was rooting for the Giants. I really was. Only because everyone talks about how bad Eli is. And that's a big shadow to live up to when your brother's already talked about as one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. You know, but uh, I, was, I was rooting for the Giants. I really was. Can we wash something away quickly? Do you think t- uh, uh, Tony Playboy Romo's excursion with Jessica Simpson had anything to do with Dallas losing that football game? Absolutely not. Although it would be a great story if it was, and the media is going to try to make that into a story that it's not. But you can't blame one guy for you know the for the team's loss. It wasn't Romo's fault that they lost. So not to we- mention he played pretty well. I mean. Despite a few, you know, his offensive ways. line. It was his offensive line. There yeah. those guys getting through every hole possible. Romona had no time to pass it. Yep. But 
Terrell Owens, T.O. What was that oh. joke you put? Uh, say you, you sit uh, Tom Izzo and, and Terrell Owens next to each other, and who do you have? The least famous Jackson? <laughs> Tito. Tito. Uh, anyways, uh, Terrell Owens post game. Now this will be our this will be our our first track on the CD for my engineer. Got to show love to the engineer answering the phone. Showing love, ladies, give him a call. <laughs> but uh, Terrell Owens post game. You know. Just as we discussed about the media going after Tony Romo for his excursion to Mexico with Jessica Simpson, uh, here's what Terrell Owens had to say after the game. You guys can point the finger at him. You, you can talk about the vacation. And if you do that, it's really unfair. It's really unfair. It's my team. It's my quarterback. And if you guys do that, man, it's unfair. We lost to the team. We lost to the team, man. Jamal. <laughs> you're, my, you're my teammate. Yo, 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 but you're my co-host, man. I mean, you're the host, man. It's yo, my host, yo, man. You're my co-host, man. Genuine or not? You believe it? You believe Terrell Owens was genuine with those tears and that I, sniffle? I think the only thing T.O. is ever genuine about is T.O. Like this is the man that said, "quote I love me some me." So I don't think he meant none of that. <laughs> I love me some me. I think it was genuine, but uh, Tom Hanks once said, "There's no crying in baseball, but should be more. There's no crying in sports." That's pretty pretty pathetic. That was pretty weak. <laughs> he had some. He had some. If you see it on TV, I'm sure it's all over ESPN. They'll probably play it eight times, and they'll probably play it during Sports Center PTI around the horn and on Rome's burning. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, To crying. He had baller the baller sunglasses on and the members only jacket on. Members, hey, if you wow, um, how many listeners owned a members only jacket? If you owned a members only jacket or currently do, please call. Seriously, seriously, and tell me why you still have it. (laughs) 517-432-3893. But, T.O., it's my quarterback, man. It's unfair. Does it bring to mind, uh, fellas, any athletes that have showed too much emotion over the years? Dick Vermeil. Being a Rams fan, he's just... Always too emotional. He was probably the most emotional person in the NFL. That's right. T- your history. You're a you're a St. Louis guy, right? That's right. I am. So you you rep the uh, the STL. Yeah. Were, were you a Nelly fan? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nelly and <laughs> the St. Louis Nelly. Top row at the Super Bowl. Getting nope. Can't say it on radio. <laughs> <laughs> can't can't even go there. Uh, but we I thought we were going to the phones. Pump fake. Pump fake. Pump fake is a great word. There are certain words. It's hilarious, I guess, because we're young. You can you take words. It, you had a call that just wondered um, why you guys are knocking on members' sports jackets. Do you have a – wait, tell him to call because I want to knock on him too <laughs> if he's got a member sports jacket. Members only. I mean, you can you can pull off certain looks if you're trying to do like that vintage, you know, scruffy look. <laughs> Maybe you could pull that off. Bring out the Jordache jeans. The, the Jordash. Let's see what else. Could, what else could you rock if you're trying trying to throw it back? Like maybe if if you're like from a, a rural area, you could throw on some some Wranglers, and uh, you know it's just the the suit like the suit with the patches on the elbows. You know if you're if you're really trying to take it take it back. You know there's you know it's let's not try to be overly vintage with our with our style. You know, you, you got to keep it. I don't know. I can't. I can't tell you how to dress. But if you own a members-only jacket, can, how about you email in it? W. <laughs> if you know how to, if you know how to use email, wdbmsports <laughs> at gmail.com. Members-only jackets. Uh, tell me why you wear it, and uh, what what fashion purpose uh, does it serve? I'm, I'm not sure. But, uh, fellas. You, is it good to see that in terms of the Giants, uh, Spartan winner Plaxico Burris? You are you um, happy to see Plaxico and the Giants move on? I am. I think the thing that's I felt sorry for him is weird as this may sound is the whole season he had people questioning his work ethic because he couldn't practice. He would play every Sunday, but he couldn't practice during the week. He had a torn ligament in his ankle, but he played the whole season on this messed up ankle. 
you know, and now he's finally getting to move on to the conference championship. He's got a chance to go to the Super Bowl. It's good to see that. Absolutely. Um, that brings to light, I mean, you look across the NFL, there's a handful of Spartans. I know that we put out a press release that, you know, Spartans in the in the NFL playoffs, uh, that were, were playing in the NFL playoffs, and we look at Plax. I mean, Plax only had one catch. But to go out and play, like you said, with those injuries. Uh, but we go right to the phones, and we'll take a timeout for this. Welcome to the Spartan Sports Rep. Welcome to the basement. Hello. 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 How you doing? Good. How you doing? Fantastic. What's on your mind? I want to make a comment about T.O. Uh, I, I would say his, his tears are probably as real as Hillary Clinton's last week. <laughs> <laughs> I, knew, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Uh, so, T.O., not genuine at all, just trying to, to make an emotional scene again? It's all PR. It's all PR. So, ter- hey, th- thanks for the call. I knew the Hillary Clinton... Uh, parallel w- was coming soon enough. I heard it earlier today on talk radio, but g- great call, great, great parallel right there. To To's tears. Caller, c- quote the caller. To's tears just about as genuine as Hillary Clinton's last week. Or for Hillary, quote anonymous caller. I like that. I like that. Wherever you are, wherever you're listening, wherever you're listening from, we appreciate it. We know the internet link is down. So apparently those listeners who listen can't even hear my voice right now. So hmm. sorry to you guys, but we're working on getting that back up. But if you're within 30 miles of the East Lansing area, we go in each direction. 88.9 FM on the dial. So join us there every Monday, 7 to 8 p.m. This is Lansing's only commercial-free sports talk radio you can find on your local dial. So, fellas, speaking of plaques, Plaxico Burris and the Giants... Do you guys automatically root for pro teams uh, that have Spartans on them in in any sports? Do you automatically find yourself flicking through the channels, random NBA, random NFL game, rooting for a team that has a former Spartan on it? No, I might root for that player. Like I like Jay Rich. You know, Jason Richardson's a great guy, and I root for him to succeed as an individual. But I can't root for the Charlotte Bobcats just because Jason Richardson's on it. Case in point, when Zach Randolph was in Portland, I couldn't stand the Trailblazers. So, I mean, I, I can't say it's just because of the Spartans. I love me some Jay Rich. I, I totally agree with uh, Jamal. I mean, just because of a Spartan, you know, plays for uh, a professional team, I mean, it doesn't mean you necessarily have to root for them. You're from St. Louis, right? Yeah. Isn't that like isn't that the home of like Budweiser? Yeah, and Heiser so, Bush. So you guys have everything. You have beer. You have. Nelly and the St. Lunatics, a Super Bowl winning football team, and you have that's uh, right, and you have the uh, uh, World Series too. You're like you're like Detroit. Uh, why you got to rub it in? He is a Cardinals <laughs> fan, uh, but, but you, you know you've got the initials. A great city has like a great slang name. Detroit with the D, not Dallas, bro. Detroit is the D. Mm-hmm. STL St. Louis, the A. St. Louis. At, ah, there is <laughs> Atlanta, Georgia, the the ATL. The ATL, the A, you're the STL, STL hat on. All right, we we can't even you can't go like you can't go like two lines with the Saint Lunatic song without referencing uh, illegal substances, <laughs> womanizing. <laughs> you cannot go there. Speaking of that, anybody see Family Guy last night? No, I missed no. that. Oh no. man, tough break. <laughs> what a what a dud that was. They, uh, they made fun of Will Smith and his lyrics, but we won't, we, we don't need to go there. Oh, poor They were hyping anyway. up that Terminator thing after the Giants game, the Cowboys-Giants game, that Terminator thing. That was stupid. I didn't <laughs> like that at all. <laughs> Anyways, 517-432-3893 is the number. Uh, the email address, no emails yet. Go ahead and shoot me some if you would like. WDBMsports at gmail.com. So... You don't automatically root for pro teams that have Spartan on them. I'm a little disappointed. It's all right, though. Do you? I do. I'll insight. do. Perhaps. I'll jump on your bandwagon, D. <laughs> sure, perhaps. I mean, I, I find myself you know, rooting for them to do well as a whole. To see, kind of selfishly, though, to see that individual Spartan succeed and make money and get back. And So you got Shannon Brown and the Cleveland Cavaliers against the Detroit Pistons in the Eastern Conference Finals. You told me you actually want... The Cavs to win and advance because Shannon Brown's on the team? Uh, the word would be circumstantial. <laughs> circumstantial. You know, circumstantial. The regular season, 
when they're not playing Detroit, despite Detroit having some Spartan killers on it, Tayshon, Kentucky, mm-hmm. Rip, Yukon, mm-hmm. Sheed, North Carolina, don't even, you know, some of Michigan State's foes. We're talking Michigan State hoops later this show. You'll like uh, what we have to say, I, I believe. Uh, it's not time to, to flip out and be fair weather and say definitely not. this team's not going to do well in the tournament or have a successful season or Neitzel's terrible or this or that. Yeah, I'll, we'll diminish all that. Uh, but as Ray alluded to late, earlier in the show, Ray informs us uh, that Nick Perry and Mark Ingram Jr. recruits highly touted in the state of Michigan, sought after by powerhouses, are going to be at the Michigan State Hoops game tomorrow night against Ohio State. So hopefully uh, people will w- give them a warm welcome into East Lansing, and hopefully the Izone is aware of this, that Nick Perry and Mark Ingram will be in town for the Hoops game tomorrow night. Ray, way to bring something to the table, bro. Yeah, I do my best. I love Although it. I'm not a journalism major, but do what I can to research. It's all right. You're going to make eight times more than us <laughs> when we graduate. <laughs> you know, it's, when we're like eating Vienna sausages out of a can and you're straight living it up, lobster tail style. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't won the lottery yet. If you did, what would be your first purchase? Lobster I don't tails? Know. House. A maybe, house. Maybe a baller ride. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the, the polarizing statement there. How lame is the house? House. A house. house. I don't know. And then Ray brings it. He's like, maybe a baller ride. <laughs> the number, 517-432-3893. Uh, but, concluding the NFL talk, who is your pick to win the Super Bowl? Green Bay. Green Bay over the Pats. Hands down. You're lying. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are so full of it. No, far from my boy. Okay. So Green Bay? Ooh, yeah. Uh, all right. Oh. That's legit. That's legit. I like I like Brett Favre as much as anyone, but... All right, we all know the Pats are the best team in the NFL, but uh, I still think Green Bay can beat them. Tom Brady is throwing like 50 billion touchdown passes this year, two interceptions. I don't think my boy Favre will let me down. Man, he's like 90. <laughs> he's, he's still getting it, though. I like the Pats, but you're right. I, it's hard to pick against the Pats. Those are t- the two best teams, hands down. I think it's going to be the Pats. As much as I, w- as I hate to say it, it's going to be the Pats. I'd like to see Favre win it. I'd, if Favre wins it, you know he's going to leave. He's not going to come back. It would be just good to see the all-time, you know, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL win it and go off on top. Red Favre. So if, if, Favre, if Favre won, you would say he'd retire? Oh, yeah. That would Definitely. be good for the Lions. I mean, at least the Lions would start winning. He's to come back, though. He I mean, I think come back, that, that might change. If he wins the Super Bowl, you know. So John Elway said the same thing. Yeah. He won one, he's like, I'm, I'm done. That's true. What's going to push Favre over the edge if, if, he, if he does get to the Super Bowl? Um, the reason is because he does uh, denture cream commercials. <laughs> and, uh, Wrangler, and Wrangler Jeans commercials. <laughs> if you have and he's Wrangler, still tearing it up in those commercials. Wrangler Jeans, denture cream, and a members-only jacket. <laughs> Trifecta. If you if you own those three things, you you can come be a co-host on my show next Monday. What do you expect? He's from Mississippi. Do <laughs> you expect anything less from him? He just rides around on his tractor in the off-season. <laughs> Eating you know. Kentucky steak and... Uh... Yeah, Kentucky steak. Kentucky steak. We talked about that last week. I didn't. I didn't find a randomly named uh, food item for the fans this week to guess what it is. But last week, I, I asked the the audience what Kentucky steak was if they could call in and identify it or define it with what I was told it was, and it is a chunk of bologna, uh, similar to a steak, a size of a steak, a good a good size steak, and you barbecue it uh, on the uh, on the uh, over you know over some over some open flame. <laughs> so K- K- Kentucky steak. Uh there you go. Uh five one seven four three two thirty eight ninety three is the number. The email address WDBM Sports at Gmail dot com. We've heard it all along, or we hear it quite often. You know, former athletes wherever they are trying to make a run at the NFL in particular because you don't have to have such a refined skill set, I believe, as you do athletic ability and potential for the NFL. I believe it's one of the most fluid, uh, like a barrier to entry, mm-hmm. possibly could be the phrase used there. Uh, according to the Flint Journal, uh, six foot nine, two hundred fifty-five pound former Spartan power forward Antonio Glue and Guts Smith is eyeing the NFL, uh, and he will participate in Michigan State's pro day. 
This is Antonio Smith, former power forward, eyeing a position at tight end in the NFL. Gentlemen, if you haven't heard it, you've heard it now. Your initial thoughts on Antonio Smith taking a stab at the league. Well, he was just he was just here last year helping Drew Namico, working with the bigs for the basketball team. He was with the team, and uh, I think he's got a shot. You know, a couple of guys have made it, so he'd like to score a touchdown and dunk it over the over the field goal. Hey, it worked. It worked for Antonio Gates. I mean, Antonio Gates was uh, you know all all state, I think, in high school and uh, Tony was Gonzalez. big stuff in college. Yep, Tony Gonzalez playing at Cal. So, I mean, hey, it could work. I hope I hope he succeeds. I wish him luck. Oh, great. Well, he has the same uh, first name, Antonio Antonio. So Antonio's have had good luck. He's got something going for him. So Antonio uh, Gates, wasn't he supposed to come here? Mm-hmm. And play to, both. And play both, but the coaches weren't a fan of that mm-hmm. at the time. I think Saban was against and, it. And he went to what, Kent State? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Look at him now. Yiddy. Good job, Saban. <laughs> uh, but uh, Tone Smith, according to the Flint Journal, eyeing the NFL. He has the gene pool, though. His older brother, Fernando, played seven years in the league. His younger brother, I'm sure you'll, you're familiar with, Robert Smith, uh, just finished his eighth season with the Cleveland Browns. So with a brother that has played eight seasons in the NFL, a tenured veteran, you know that Antonio Smith is going to have some inroads to at least get a look, at least get a shot at practice squad, but... Even so, I read an article in ESPN, the magazine, I believe, practice squad players make some cheese. Yeah. And, and you know, think of how many synonyms for money you can have. Cash, dinero, bread, cheddar. You make that dinero. Why else like, would you do it? It's like three to $5,000 a week. That's, I will take that money. No <laughs> question. No pregunta. No pregunta. But, uh, so... We have fellow <laughs> Watkins, right? <laughs> <laughs> little Espanol, bro. You got to kick it bilingual every now and then. It comes in handy. But so collectively, uh, we'll give that a, a shot. Antonio Smith to the NFL. Yep, could happen. Could happen. Keep your eyes on that. So he'll participate in MSU's pro day. Antonio Smith, thirty-one years old though, a little older. Do you think he's got the athleticism to at least give it a shot for a few years? I mean, couldn't hurt. I mean, if he makes it, he's in for, like you said, two years. He can get a good run until he's 33, 34. And I'm pretty sure he'll be happy with that. The number, do you think Antonio Smith could make it in the NFL? Give us a shout. 517-432-3893 is the number. The email address, wdbmsports at gmail.com. So with uh, 20... Seven minutes, 20 seconds to go in the show. We will kick it over to Spartan Hoops because that is possibly the biggest item on the agenda tonight after Iowa's debacle. Uh, But I will say relax. The loss was horrifically ugly. We didn't score the last 8-0-1 of the first half. We turned the ball over excessively too much. Too many turnovers, and they're coming from our bigs. Our guards are playing okay. Bigs are struggling. Lack of chemistry. But it's no no need to be a fair weather fan. You know, point to a team that played in the Big Ten and won a national title, title or won a Big Ten title and went undefeated. Even Illinois' magical run a couple of years back, they lost in the towards the tail end of their season. It is it is tough to win every game and you can oh iowa they're not good oh they have a new coach oh no anywhere you go in the big 10 it is tough i'm, I'm just pretending to be some random person out there as ray laughs and shakes his head i'm just trying to be some random opinion out there that i know exists oh drew neitzel's can't shoot he's got a senior it's just that senior thing that happened to chris hill but you know we can't even go there Let's not be fair weather. Izzo says, what? Burn the tape. How about the last time Tom Izzo destroyed a tape? If we remember, 2005, after we lost to who? Michigan. Iowa. In the Big Ten in Tournament. In the Big Ten Tournament. And what did we do thereafter? We went to the Final Four. I remember the Final Four press conference. Alan Anderson saying, man, coaches, coaches, Smashed the tapes, man. <laughs> he just, he just, just came in with a sledgehammer, man, and man, he just smashed the tapes. It's the best Alan Anderson person <laughs> ever. Man, 
a Alan Anderson, just for those of you who follow hoops, Alan Anderson playing in Virtus Bologna for a team called Virtus Bologna in Italy uh, for a million dollars a year for two seasons he signed for over there. That's guaranteed money. That's straight cash. That's straight bread. Give me de- give me synonyms for money. Call and give me a synonym for money. There's the uh, the attempt, something we haven't said yet. WDBMSports at gmail.com. Email them in or call a synonym for money because Alan Anderson is making it overseas. Antonio Smith has the potential to make it in the NFL, and T.O. has made a lot of it in the NFL already. But uh, synonyms for money, cash, dinero, bread, cheddar, cheese, <laughs> stacks, Make it rain. Guap. <laughs> it's gu- it's guap town. Guap. It's guap. But if you'd like to get in the house, 517-432-3893 is the number. If you're listening to us from Crunchies, we appreciate it as well. Apparently they play the show. And so does Sh- Showroom Shine, I've heard. Oh, has, nice. has been known to play the show. That's a car wash. So we appreciate you guys out there who listen to the show on a regular basis. Uh, because we are a nonprofit and uh, our fan base is small, we compete obviously with Tom Izzo's radio show on Monday night. So we appreciate it if you're flicking back and forth, or if you're a regular listener, appreciate it. Our number five one seven four three two thirty eight ninety three. Izzo says, "Burn the tape to the Iowa game." Um, I'm guaranteed they watched that tape though, at least once. They didn't burn it. They watched it and then uh, did something to it, but. Uh, Coach pulled out, I, I believe he physically took a sledgehammer to the tapes after we lost to Iowa in 2005 yep. in the Big Ten tournament and smashed the tapes in front of his team. And that was a powerful, symbolic statement to that team at that time. And uh, what do they do? They giddy up and go on to the to the NCAA Final Four. And, man, what a magical run that was. And I mean, if it wasn't for an Allen Anderson torn meniscus, who knows what could it, what could have been. You know, these things are out of control, but yeah, what it, you know, played the game with the torn meniscus. That's rough stuff. We're going right to the phone, though. Welcome into the Spartan Sports Wrap. Welcome in. How are you doing? Hey, what's up? What's going on? How you doing, man? Not too bad. What's the word? Skrilla. Skr- ah, ah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's Is that all you got, or you got more for me? Skr- That's all I got, dog. Cheese, Skrilla, paper. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> how could we overlook paper? Skrilla. Good looks, man. We appreciate the call, bro. Hi, Doc. Look at that. Synonyms for money. Money's on the mind tonight. Little Wayne said it. Money on my <laughs> money on my mind, money on my mental. But this is a sports show. You want to call, talk sports, whatever. Uh, but we just threw that question out there. We're trying to think of synonyms for money because we're talking money tonight. It's a money Monday night. How could I overlook Skrilla? <laughs> who, who the heck thought of that? Skrilla. That means money. Master P, probably. No, 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 no. Give us a call if you have a synonym for money, but we're talking MSU hoops. They weren't on the money Saturday at Iowa. They were broke, to say, to say the least. Uh, but uh, here we go. Michigan State, they had a, a, a nice streak of Big Ten titles. We won a Big Ten title. I know when we won them, but here's are some significant years: ninety-seven, ninety-eight, ninety-nine, two thousand, and two thousand and two thousand one. Michigan State won Big Ten titles that year, and what was their record in the Big Ten? Thirteen and three. They weren't sixteen and zero, and this year we play eighteen games. They weren't going. They weren't you know undefeated. They lost some games. I'm sure they lost some games. I didn't ex- exclusively look at who they played and who was on the opponent's team and what they were ranked, but I went and looked in the in the record book and saw what their Big Ten record was those championship years, and you suffer some setbacks, and it's how the team is going to respond, and thankfully we have Ohio State quickly. We don't have to listen to a week of the media bashing them and questioning Drew Neitzel's ability to lead or Coach Izzo's ability to coach. They turn it right around. They play tomorrow night at the Breast, 7 p.m. on ESPN. Fellas, yes, Aaron Andrews is on the sideline. Brett Musburger and Coach Lavin on the call. Aaron Perhaps Andrews. my favorite broadcast tandem in all of college basketball. I love uh, Coach Lavin. He's a great guy. I've met him personally before, and he brings so much to the table in terms of analysis. He, he and Jay Billis. He's, he's no Dickie V, though. He's, he's no Vital. Vital will be back, though. You he's read been, that he's been cleared, yep. yep. He's been cleared. 
Yes, baby. He's gonna, awesome. His first game is going to be Duke UNC. Oh, oh he loves the Tar Heels, baby. Ah, and the Dukies. A, a little bit of novelty for you. It's got to be Duke UNC. Hey, you guys read that story? He couldn't speak for four weeks. I don't know how he did it. Couldn't speak. That's a nuts. whole lot of sign language up in that house. <laughs> <laughs> but wow, good props to my man who called in and gave me a synonym for money called Skrilla. All right, I like that. Skrilla. Skrilla. I'm going to call it Jamal Skrilla. <laughs> Skrilla. What's good? All right. Man. But keep that in mind. In 97, 98, 99, 2000, and 2000, 2001 seasons, when we won Big Ten titles, our Big Ten league record was 13 and 3. We lost three times. Folks, we've only lost once. Yes, it's costly. Yes, we're going to look back and say, oh, we wish we would have won that Iowa game. But guess what? Every other team in the nation is going to say the same thing. North Carolina will not be undefeated when the NCAA tournament rolls around. Yes, they're very good. They're getting scared. It's, it, they've had some scared games where they have darn near lost. It's going to catch up to them. Memphis will lose. There, I, I do not think they'll be an undefeated team. Yes, CDR, Chris Douglas Roberts, he's a Detroit native on the team, but they will lose. There, I don't think there is a, a team. There's, t- there's tiers right now. Kansas, Memphis, and North Carolina are in the top tier right now. But I don't think there's a team that good that is going to win out and be undefeated. Teams will lose. It's how you respond. And I think Michigan State, there may not be visible leadership. People may not see like the Cleves-type, Cleves-esque leadership on the floor. But there's leadership on this team, and it doesn't need to be overlooked. Teams will lose games. Indiana was darn near beaten by Iowa. And they in Illinois gave them a scare. Gave them yeah, a, that was a good game. A scare at home yesterday, was it? Yeah, yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, upsets will happen, so keep your eyes open. And, you know, I saw Drew Sharp today, free press writer at the press conference. I can only imagine the words that he's going to pen. Same about, old Spartans. About how terrible, and it'll be like headline, reason why Michigan State won't make it to the Elite Eight or Final Four. Well, we don't even need to go there. Thank, I believe, this thank, team is Final Four caliber. Yeah. Thankfully, we got a home game up, and... We're unbeaten at home. We play pretty well at home, no matter who it is. I mean, Ohio State's a good team, but good, very good timing for a nice home game to get I mean, us back on track. I mean, you look, we shoot better at home, 51%. You know, three-pointers are up at home by 10%, shooting-wise 38 versus 27. We're still very poor shooting team from three-point stripe, which I think will improve. Uh and we score 14 more points at the crib, arguably because of our non-conference schedule. Most games are played at home, but home court—you can't—you can't replicate it. Obviously, that's why it's called home court. So we'll play better. And we will win. Sorry, Ohio State. Bad timing to 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 come into East Lansing. Yikes! Uh, but fellas, your initial reaction uh, to the Iowa game—if you were there, if you watched it—on the court, it was. It was pretty bad because I got you know pushed around pretty good. I'm trying to get the handshake between Izzo and uh, you know the Iowa coach and the Hawkeye Nate, whatever they call the student section. All 16 of them stormed the court. Yes. You know it was pretty ugly, but we're sitting there watching this happen, and I couldn't believe that the Spartans had only scored 36 points. And I I wanted to say the refs were horrible, and they were, but you know we're not making excuses. They lost because they didn't score enough points. Uh, the the student section rushed the court. Yeah. The all, all, like I said, 16, 16 students. And is it justifiable? No. Well, I mean, Michigan State's <laughs> well, the number 16. They knocked out the number 16. At least we right. were ranked this time. Right, but it's not football, because Iowa stormed the field when they beat us in football. So, apparently, Iowa likes Michigan State. So. Yeah, good for them. How that how that squeaker of a motor... <laughs> they didn't even yeah, make the ball. <laughs> that's Purdue. That was Purdue. Yeah, Iowa went 16 getting, getting ahead of myself. <laughs> but, uh, Pavel, your thoughts Iowa? It was ugly to watch. It was really painful to watch. We had 18 turnovers. That's as many points as we had in each of the two halves. We had 18 points in the first and the second. And, uh, you know, we've won games when we had a lot of turnovers. Turnovers, you can't just point to that. But I was just absolutely disgusted with some of the fouls being called. It was ridiculous. It reminded me the number, of f- the differential between the number of free throws that Iowa took. They took about 25 free throws. Exponentially greater than what we had. We, we had were one, one for four. four. Two years ago at Michigan, 34 free throws for Michigan, we took 10. 
It was disgusting. In, and those are both road games. Referees, in 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 part, can control tempos of game. They mm-hmm. can't control. I don't. In in severe situations, they can control who wins or loses. But when you can control tempos and foul trouble in a team like Michigan State, that arguably struggles when certain players are strapped. You know, yet you can point to referees blowing the whistle on soft stuff or blowing the whistle on everything for the other team. But I'm not going to sit here and blame a loss on a ref, but golly, yikes. But T.O., speaking of T.O., we had some T.O.'s, 54 of them, in the last three games. 54 turnovers in the last three games. Is it as simple as that? Is it, or turnovers, we solve our turnover issue is this team turn it around? No. Three things that concern me at this point after watching Purdue, Minnesota, and Iowa. Turnovers, hustle, and coaching. I think in these three games, Michigan State's been out-hustled. You know, they've had more turnovers than the other team, obviously. And in that Iowa game, I think Izzo at a certain point was getting out-coached. It was uh, pretty evident to me. So I think those three things are concerns at this point. But you turn those around and you turn the season around. We should never be out-hustled. We've got a deep team. We should be fresh all the time. Tom Izzo knows how to rotate his subs. He knows how to use them. We should be wearing teams out. The, hu- the hustle should not be a problem. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, turnovers cannot put the ball in the basket. You've got to shoot well. You've got to make those hoops. And, you know, we can turn the ball over five times, but we can shoot 20% from the field. Right. But what, tur- tur- what turnovers do essentially is it's an empty possession. We don't mm-hmm. even get a shot. Yep. We don't even get a look at the basket or an opportunity for free throws. Empty possessions will kill you. Uh, but I'm, I'm sure it'll be fixed. It'll be addressed. The guys, I'm sure, are coherent of the fact they played terrible. Caught up with Drew Neitzel today. Here's what Drew Neitzel had to say about the Hawkeye victory. I think we, we, we got off to a pretty good start. and uh, Then about halfway through the first half, we started turning the ball over a lot, uh, making some bad bad plays on the offensive end, and just kind of carried on through throughout the second half. And uh, I think it was, you know, 15, 15 turnovers on 18 possessions in a row or something like that so um, you know you're not going to win too many games turning the ball over like that um, consecutive times um, especially going to get against a team that's not really uh, pressuring you a whole lot I think we just have to look ourselves in the mirror and realize that that it is a problem um, you know coach talked about that last week after um, our first two games is, is a problem you know turning the ball over and um, you know we didn't address it or take it to heart or whatever and um you know it came back to bite us and um you know we have to make a change and you know i don't care who you're playing the best team the worst team um if you're turning the ball over you don't even give your chances you you don't even give yourself a chance to win um you know you're not getting shots at the basket and uh you know you're just giving giving away possessions that was michigan state guard drew neitzel on the iowa loss but I don't think any of these issues with the team are non-solvable. You know, it's not like we have a star player that's hurt and you can't do anything about it. You know, these are things that errors that can be fixed. Uh, Drew Neitzel spoke to that as well. Here's what Neitzel uh, said about remedying the situation. We gotta, we gotta sustain. You know, we, like you said, we've we've gotten off to good leads, especially in the first halves, and um, you know, get, gave the leads up and. Um, it's a combination of a lot of things, you know. Might be uh, some, some foolish fouls on the defensive end, putting the team in the bonus early in the half, giving them giving them sh- easy shots at the free throw line, and um, and it's turnovers. Um, you know, looking back on the film, we had a a decent lead to start out the game, and you know, then it was just turnover after turnover, uh, bad play, you know, things like that, and. Um, you know, especially, you know, looking at my role, you know, that's when I got to take over a little bit. And, um, you know, if things are going wrong, you know, if we need a basket, if 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 we need a, a good possession, you know, that's when I might have to take over more and, um, you know, get it done as a, as a captain. That was Captain Drew Neitzel speaking on the remedy to the situation that is Michigan State basketball. 54 turnovers in the last three games. That one of numerous areas that need to be improved, but team well aware of that. And I'm sure it's being addressed right now in practice, or it was earlier today. But Mich- Michigan State, Ohio State tomorrow um, at the Brez, 7 p.m. It'll be on ESPN. 
for those of you not in the East Lansing area. But guard play has, has been okay. You know, you look at the turnovers, and they're not necessarily coming from our guards. You look at the 14.6 turnovers per game, um, 18 of 18 turnovers per game in conference play. Whew. Spartan opponents are averaging 18.7 points off of those turnovers, which is crucial uh, compared to just Michigan State 7. Uh, turnovers, like I said, they're not coming from RPGs, though. Uh, Neitzel, T. Walt, and K. Luke, that's Kalen Lucas, uh, they combine to average under five turnovers a game, 4.9. Neitzel leads the Big Ten and the nation in assist-to-turnover ratio. So, our turnovers coming from our big men, indecisive, uh, out of control at times, perhaps. Poor passing. Poor PP. poor passing, as Jamal says. But Drew Namick... Congrats to him. Early in the game, got that blocks record. Good stuff. Solid guy. He's very a very cerebral guy. Smart, getting his finance PhD. And you want to talk about Skrilla? You want to, <laughs> you want to talk about money, dinero, cheese, cheddar, bread, guap? Drew Name is going to make a lot of it, I'm sure. A PhD in finance? Yikes. Drew Namick, blocks record, broke Matt Stiganga's record. Now I believe he has, what, 98 now? 98, 99, yeah. something like that. Something like that. He'll get up and he'll hit the century mark. But that. good for Drew Namick. Drew Namick also spoke on the play that the Spartans participated in at Iowa, or lack thereof. Here's what Namick had to say about the Spartans' loss at Iowa. A lot of things went wrong in the Iowa game. Um, and those were just two things that... We used to describe the problems. I mean, the coaching staff was worried coming into the game about uh, the things that were described, the lack of, I don't know, I don't know how to really how to describe it. I mean, you know, last year it was like we came in every game almost uh, scared, you know, fighting for our, our tournament lives. And, uh, you know, I don't want to say, I don't, I don't think the team got complacent, but I think there was a little, we didn't have the same edge that we had earlier in the year. And, you know, hopefully this will serve as a wake-up call, and hopefully we get that back tomorrow night. Big man Drew Namick speaking on the Spartans' loss at Iowa. Drew Namick, he's asserted himself in the starting lineup uh, temporarily, I believe. We'll see. Uh, but 98 blocks, that's a school record now for career. That's fifth in the Big Ten. But is canceling turnovers and production out of our big men, will that darn near remedy the situation? I think so. Yeah. Get, you get strong play from your big men, and uh, that's what Tom Enzo has said the last couple of weeks, that that's the key to this team being complete and being anywhere close to where they want to play up to their capabilities. Uh, the big men, Namick also spoke on the capability or the struggles thereof. The big men, here's what Big Drew had to say about his position players. As a group, offensively, we've been uh, pretty poor. Um we haven't scored too much inside. Um, defensively, I think we have been solid. I mean, in the Iowa game, overall as a team, we had a very good defensive performance. I mean, you know, before all the, the fouling at the end of the game, we would have won if we would have scored 40 points. Um, but the bottom line is with the big men, we're going to, you know, Coach has been honest and he's been right all year. We're going to have to improve and pick up our play. I mean, uh, Ohio State's got a couple pretty talented big men in Kufus and, uh, and Hunter. Guys that we're going to have to uh, keep off the glass and, and disrupt their game. And also, um, you know, guys like, like G and Sutan, even myself, are going to have to uh, contribute more offensively in the games coming up. That's Michigan State big man Drew Namick spitting on the Spartan struggles. We take on Ohio State tomorrow at the crib. That'd be the Brez. Ohio State, they lost at Purdue. So they're coming off a loss as well. It's going to be a grind. Um, statistically, both teams... Nothing Nothing really stands out. Uh, we will, I believe, out-rebound them tremendously, despite them having uh, Kostakoufis and Othello Hunter. I think Kostakoufis is a uh, a polished Herzog, in a sense. He's not going to overpower you on the block, you know, get Sutan's body into him, get you know, get a Quise Gray into him, bounce him off that block. Othello Hunter, though, uh, he's, a, he's a solid player. Mm -hmm. Jamar Butler, he drops dimes. One of the best PGs in the country. Assists. 
Oh, synonyms for assists. <laughs> Dimes, passes, drop-offs, oops. Lobs. Lobs, yes. I like that. There we go. It's a tough one. I know. Synonyms for an assist. It's more for money than it is for assists. Team play. Mr. Thesaurus over here. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Thesaurus. Hey, email address wdbmsports at gmail.com. Phone number 517-432-3893. Folks, what do you want to see early in this game tomorrow night against Ohio State, what needs to be established early? Is it the is it the effort? Is it the intensity? Is it taking care of the basketball? What is it? All of the above. I think from the tip off, they got to run the floor. They got to get up and down. They got to get the loose balls. They got to get as many rebounds as possible. Try to get the big men involved. I know that they say the turnovers are their fault. Maybe they'll pay attention to the detail a little bit more if they're a little more involved in the offense. Get them some touches on the block, especially Queese. Queese needs to get involved. We got to come out strong, and we got to keep it up. You know, we've. Every single game so far, we've played all three games in the Big Ten. We've jumped out quick, and then we've let them get back in it. And so we need to start early and keep going. And you know, I think um, the two home games, especially Minnesota and Purdue, you know, they had big guys inside that they went there, and our big guys couldn't defend them. We got foul. We got in foul trouble. We let them. We let them stomp all over us. You had um, Tollison with Minnesota, and you had that guy Callison, Chalison. For Purdue, in the second half, he took over, and that's why they came back. So, Kufus could take over. Hunter could take over. That's a dangerous team. Yeah, d- definitely a dangerous team. I mean, for the most part, seventy percent of the Big Ten is dangerous. Eighty percent, you know, it's not like coaches are out there recruiting garbage. Mm-hmm. If you if you can play basketball at a Big Ten school, you're good. And it's just how you know it pans out. How you work together as a team. How coaches develop you. But, you know, it's not like you're playing against some bums when you play Big Ten basketball. It's going to be a dog fight. And I think we've gotten three of those already this year. Iowa nearly beat Indiana. So so just keep your eyes open. There'll be some upsets in, in, in conference play. Unfortunately, we suffered a costly one at Iowa on Saturday. But it's not it's not the end of the world. Drew Neitzel will bounce back. His wrist was bothering him. He'll get back. That'll, that'll be a non-issue. Uh, but just in case you missed, Ray Mara kicking some knowledge for us. Uh, Ray, was it Nick Perry? And yeah, our, Mark Ingram. We'll be at the basketball game tomorrow night. It's not stalkerish, but it's just kicking some knowledge out there for you. <laughs> Mark Ingram and Nick Perry, big-time recruits, will be, will be at the Michigan State Hoops game tomorrow night, according to Ray. And they will hopefully be Spartans in the future. That would do tremendous strides for Mark D'Antonio's recruiting this season. We, we know he's got some nice commits from the PSL in the greater Detroit area as well as Ohio. We'll see how that all pans out. But Nick Perry and Mark Ingram Jr., Michigan State Hoops game tomorrow night. Keep your eyes open for them guys. You know, going back, sorry, uh, going back to basketball quickly, I think um, it's not as much worrying me about the Ohio State game, but it's on Sunday when we go at Minnesota in the barn. That's going to be a big game for us to show up and, you know, really – Prove people wrong that we can play on the road because that's going to be a tough game. And I've, you know, before the Big Ten schedule even started, I saw us losing that game. So hmm. we need to come and be prepared because we always play tough at the barn. Absolutely, the barn, the raised floor. Five yeah, that's dangerous, man. That I, don't, barn. I don't like it. It's, it's not a good look. You, you go for a loose ball out of bounds and you jump and you land like a couple of feet down. It's not a good look. Throw no. that into the members only <laughs> de- denture cream. And Jordash Jean pile that Jamal that Jamal just got Jamal had to bag. You gonna be there, Jamal? Yeah, I'm. Oh man, I want to make that drive, but uh, you know we don't fly nowhere. We drive so like everywhere. Thirteen so hours? I don't even know. I'll I made that drive once. Thirteen. Man, but like you, like you said, you know you want to kick it. Hopefully, Nick Perry's. Um, we'll see the is on. Get a couple of Nick Perry chants, a couple of Mark Ingram chants, chanting his name, and crowd will be rocking and. You know, I might say, hey, this is the place I want to be. That'll be a big land for a recruit. No question. So, Jamal, are you doing the news tonight or what, bro? Man, I got a story to, that you guys might want to check out. Uh, so, we'll show you a little bit of the uh, Spartan locker room, give you guys a glimpse of that. In case you haven't heard, it's a nice upgrade. Absolutely. So, Jamal's shining face on ABC3 <laughs> a- ABC three here in Lansing. Uh, Pavel writes for Scout. Yep. Scout.com, Michigan State segment, I'm sure. Um, and Ray Mara, 
What, what the heck are you doing here? I'm just, I'm, I'm just a business major. If I can answer your call, you need help. He just kind of, he just kind of hangs out and heckles me. <laughs> Calls me the, the, the thesaurus. Ta, ta, ta. <laughs> but that's it. That's the end of the Spartan Sports Rep. Thanks for joining us here tonight. We're back every Monday, 7 to 8 p.m. Coming up on the jazz spectrum is Jeff Schaub kicking it, spinning some jazz for you. He, he's got something for you. He said, he said oh, yeah. Uh, and don't forget, the critic and Jay Young, the general, 8 to 11, Saturday nights, right here on the Impact's Cultural Vibe. This has been the Spartan Sports Rep for Ray Marr, Jamal Spencer, and Pavel Kaufman. I am Dan I'm Dan Duggar. I'm out. That's enough. <laughs> You've been listening to the Spartan Sports Wrap on Impact Exposure. Tune in every week for more of the greatest sports information, news, and analysis. Here and only here on Impact 89FM.